Hey everyone, thanks for listening again to my podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the Great Yarmouth Half Marathon, which I ran on the 20th of March this year, um, which was a new event for Great Yarmouth because the traditional half marathon that happens in the town normally occurs in August during the summer and hosted by Great Yarmouth Roadrunners. This event was a new event, as I said, and this one was hosted by Active Training World. And the difference with this event compared to the summer one was that this one runs um, up and down Great Yarmouth Seafront rather than out in the countryside around the Summer Lake and Hall Estate. So it was a new event for all of the runners. Um, and the benefit of this one, um, which is why I entered it, was because it's absolutely pan flat. Great Yarmouth Seafront um, elevation is, I think, over the whole distance, I had an elevation of about 39 metres. So it really was um, flat. The only downside would have been if there was a headwind either coming from the north or the south because the course is orientated north-south. Um, so you can deal with an easterly or a westerly breeze without too much um, impact on your performance. But if it had been a north or south um, wind, then would have been absolutely um, compromised. So on the day itself, um, I went into the event hoping to run under 80 minutes, so 1 hour 20 um, which would have required a pace of 3.47 per kilometre. Um, was something that I've been practising in, in training and was looking pretty good. The day, on the day, um, the wind was forecast to come from the east. However, it was orientated more northeasterly, which meant that on the return back up to the start, um, I'd be running into a slight headwind, which did, which did have an impact. So two lap course. Just over 10Ks for each each lap. Um, and what was nice is the race that's the race start and finished on the Wellesley Recreation Ground um, running track. So it was a, a nice way to finish the event um, on a track that I'd been training on well since I was since I was at school. Um, started the event um, on the start line. I was trying to G up a couple of mates of mine to um, pace me round. Um, they were, they were training for the Manchester marathon. So I had no chance of, um, coercing them in, into running a, a quick, a quick race. So I got onto the front group and I was pleased that there were a couple of runners in there that I recognized and I knew that they were capable of quick times, which was really fortunate. So set off, um, and we went through the first kilometer in, I think it went through in 3.30, which was quicker than the 3.47 that I needed. Um, but it was nice to have um, an, early, an early pace set um, that I could that I could tag onto. So I found myself um, leading with another runner with Nick, and we set a, a pretty good pace. We went north, headed up North Drive of Great Yarmouth to the turn point, which was just by the Barnard Bridge. Um, looped around the cone and came back on ourselves. And as we came back on ourselves, we obviously were facing the rest of the field. And I could see uh, Marcus there just sitting, waiting for his moment to open up his pace. Marcus is a very quick, quick runner and has been putting in some great training over the winter. Um, so I knew that he was in great shape. Um, and as we came back behind the waterways um, there on Great Yarmouth Prom, um, I could hear Marcus coming along and actually said, I think I said, I said to him, Marcus, I can hear you. Um, and sure as sure as anything, um, there he was, he, he joined us. So the three of us then clicked through the next couple of Ks together. 
um, before Marcus decided that he'd have a, he'd had enough and um, just started break breaking away. Um, he was at, his pace was really good, so I thought, well, I can try and go with him, or I can just tuck in here and and keep on on mission, which was always to break one hour twenty. Um, if I, I think if I'd have gone with Marcus, to be fair, I would have I would have broken. Um, his, his pace was terrific, and he ended up running a one sixteen on on on, on the day. Um, went round the um, bottom of Great Yarmouth by Great Yarmouth Power Station, lapping round Nelson's Monument before heading back north up to the Wellesley Recreation Ground. And I found myself being able to um, hold a, a decent pace, although I was conscious I was running into a headwind. And Nick was very much sitting in um, behind me, using me as a windbreak. And I only figured this out after about 2K. Into, into into the wind and I thought oh, I've done all, all the work here I know what's going to happen so finished the first lap by going around the Wellesley Recreation Ground and then coming back out of um, the of, um, venue and heading back up to um, the Barnard Bridge or the, the um, yeah the Barnard Bridge again um, so we could loop around the cone the cone turn at the top there as soon as I got round that cone then I was dropped off in, in into third spot because um, I'd done all the work in into the wind and now with the tailwind behind me I just needed to um, well re recover and it was there that I got dropped so I was pretty happy with third I wasn't really racing for position at all in this event it was more about about the time and I was still on pace what I had done throughout the event was set my watch and um, rather than having kilometer auto laps on my Garmin. I set my watch to 500 meter um, auto, auto laps. So every 500 meters, I was getting an indication of what pace I was running at. And I needed to be hitting 153 for every 500 meters. And I'd been well under that all the way through. However, heading back down south on the last lap, I was noticed that I was really starting to feel it in my quads, um, which was surprising because I'd, I'd run this distance many 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 times in training and I've done harder sessions than this in training but um yeah I was really starting to feel it in my quadriceps um front front of my legs um when I got to the turn at the power station um I was I was struggling I'd been passed by another two runners so I was now sitting in fifth position although there was a sizable gap back to um sixth place at this point um, and heading back up north again, back to the finish line, coming up Yarmouth Seafront, it was a real battle to hit 153 for every 500 metres. And I've had noticed my pace had started to um, dip. Two reasons for that. Um, number one, my quads were tired and I was getting tired. Um, and the second thing, that wind had picked up and I was now running into a, um, a slight headwind um, and having to battle against that. And I was really, really conscious that it's a break 120. I was going to have to fight through this. And it then became more of a mental battle than a physical battle. And it's one of those things when, when you're running, and if you are a runner, you'll un understand this, where you have to fight your mind more than you have to fight your legs. It's more about overcoming that doubt that sets in. And at one point, I'm sure I remember thinking, oh, don't worry. Um, this isn't going to be the only opportunity you, you have to break 80 minutes. You can always do it again at a later date. Um, you just have to crush that thought and get rid of it and never let it back into your consciousness again. So I went into 
um, my usual mode, which is to start counting steps. And it just distracts your mind from everything else that happens. And I find this really quite effective, that if you can distract your brain from the perceived pain that it's experiencing, then you will get through it. So I just focused on counting my steps, pushing on, keeping the pace elevated. And when I crossed the line at the Wellesley, fifth position, which I was fairly happy with, to be to be fair, um, I wasn't expecting to necessarily finish um, on the podium anyway, but to get to get fifth, um, I was happy with that. I crossed the line in 1.19.39, elated with that. It was the first time I'd broken 80 minutes in over 20 years. Um, I think I, well, last, I mean, my best I think I've run is 1.14, a long 1.14. Um, but to run a 119, 20 odd years later, absolutely made up with it. Um, so I was really, really pleased with that. And the training has paid off. Of course, that half marathon is not my focus. That was not my focus race for the year. Um, that happens at Outlaw Nottingham, July 24th. Um, I now know that the run, the run training that I've implemented works. I'm going to keep that going all, all the way through. The sessions that I've got nailed down. Um, really do just help have a really good lactate threshold so you can push on at a quicker pace. Um, of course, the holy grail be able, would be to be able to run that pace off of a bike, um, but that's that's maybe a long way down the line at the moment. All I know is my running at the moment is in a really good spot, and that was off two sessions of running a week. Um, so to be able to run 80 minutes off two sessions of running a week um, one tempo session and one long run really does fill me with, with with confidence. So a great day out. The course is a lovely course. If you're after a quick time, it's certainly got the potential if the organisers run it again to have a really quick time. However, you just you are at the mercy of that that wind. And on the second lap on 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 the day, the wind did pick up, and that definitely had an an impact. But for those of us who just want to get bag bag of time on a favorite on a favorable course this is one of the better ones so at the end of the day i think i broke the um target time that i wanted but when i look back um through strava at my splits i went through the first 10k in 36 30 again fastest time in years in over 20 years again i ran 10 miles i went through a 10 mile um, marker at 59.17. Now, to break one hour for 10 miles, I was absolutely made up with. Um, back in back in the day when I was fit, I was running 55 and a half minutes for 10, for 10 miles. So to get under the hour again, um, <laughs> significantly older and with less experience um, than I had back, back then, um, is a real a real achievement and I'm very, very proud of. So again, that's testament to the course on, on the day and the condition I've managed to get myself in. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pleasing, it's a pleasing result and it sets me up well for the summer. So thank you very much for listening to me ramble on about my, um, latest race. I haven't got anything planned now in terms of, um, running races until July. Um, so that's a marathon off of a um, uh, 112 mile cycle ride, which I'm pretty looking forward to. Between now and then, I've got um, a good running diet of threshold sessions, 
longer runs and um, yeah, some intervals off the bike as well. So setting myself up for a good outlaw triathlon. Um, I'm going to throw in some cycling time trials, I think, um, between now and then over some shorter distances. But what I really want to do is get a good solid block of training under my belt so that I go into outlaw in really good shape. Thanks for listening and I hope you tune in again soon.